You are listening to a Stick Boy We Talk production in association. Podcast, Joshua Adam William Arbuthnot with the ultimate babyface, Mr. Joel Johnson. We're going original on this one, Joel. Going back to the original, back to the original, just the original two. This this goes all the way back to 2014. So back to 2014. We're gonna do a quick pod here. So let's get to the main subject. We'll start with what we just saw for AEW Dynamite. Okay, show. Yeah, I mean one of the best uh, one of the best angles of the year. So let's start with that really really quickly. Uh, I, I thought as far as the storytelling, this is one of the better storytelling jobs that AEW has done. It kind of reminiscent of what we saw in Raw in some ways, and by no means do I think I've already seen them. Oh, they're copying Raw because of Judgment Day and uh, the Bloodline came together. And no, I, I don't think it's that. But um, having the um, the uh, JSA with Paige and them kind of come together was absolutely brilliant. That story with Brit and... Uh, Ho was great, and now you've got to think by all in. I almost think you've got to have Paige or someone take that title from Jamie and all out, if it happens, or all in, should end maybe now with Cole and Britt as champions together. It's going to be really interesting because Cole is arguably your number one. It's it's probably not even a question. Adam Cole is definitely your 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 top baby face that you have moving forward. So he's the guy that you're going to want to keep warming up. And like Jericho is traditionally the guy that puts talent on ice. I think the only one that he didn't fully put on ice was Ricky. Ricky was the only one that he didn't, didn't put on ice. Everyone else that Jericho's kind of touched lately has really been ice cold post feud, but this is a chance for Jericho to break that streak. And I think Cole is hot enough. That doesn't matter. I think he's going to be able to do this. And I think this is only leading up to the pay-per-view uh i was kind of waiting for a judas effect on brit i was kind of so joel that's funny you mentioned it i thought for the ultimate effect when she is crawling to cole i think the last hurrah would have been a walls yeah and she's crying in pain reaching out for him because then you're not doing like the full if if they don't want to do you know as much physical abuse on a woman yeah. Then at least with the submission, you get the vi- the visual. It's not like get hitting them. It's still not great, ideally, if they don't want the physicality of women. But then at least you get that visual of there. Jericho's still a sick son of a bitch, but they stayed away from that side, I think, yeah. because they, like WWE does to a degree, have that no women on men um, yeah. touching policy. I was I was gonna make a joke about Dana White and his wife, and the network seems fine with yeah. that. But, yeah, they do. They do. Uh, Maybe Tony doesn't. I don't know. But I, uh, I think, and I do think Tony Khan has said that he would. He does. He's not really inter, interested in, in, in intergender. Yeah. So, and I mean, that's everyone's got their prerogative of what what works. I thought the angle worked. I thought what you needed to have happen with Cole. The promos were good. Everything worked really well in that segment, which you really needed to have happen to carry the story on to double or double or nothing, because that's where this is going next. Uh, Jericho is going to lose. Cole's going to get another win and he's going to keep, keep rolling along. 
The the other thing that I really liked from Dynamite, I really and he signed with AEW was the Commander and Jay White match. I thought Very that good. was a really really good match, and Commander looked really good. And it's just another guy that like, if you are doing this hard brand split, it's good to have guys like Commander and. Jay White feels very fresh. This is yeah. probably the freshest he's felt in a while. And it really is just in a new setting. And I think he's he has potential to fill a very big hole wherever you're going to have if what I think is coming is going to happen at the end of the year. So having Jay there is great. And I even thought Sammy and Jungle Boy was a good match as well. Like yeah. they, I thought that was the best Canadian destroyer I think I've ever seen. Yeah, that was a really good match. Uh, I mean, and I, I think we're going to get the four-way still, uh, yes. just with the way that it, everything is lined up. But I do like the MJF and Sammy dynamic. And I loved love the Elite and the BCC uh, storyline. That Man, Brian is going for promo of the year. Just in like two weeks, two after two promos, Brian is going for promo of the year. And I wonder too, Joel, on top of that too, since we're against the clock here, I'll question that with Brian's promo. And then now with Takeshita, do we see another member going to the BCC? Oh, it's Takesha. He's going to he's going to turn on oh, okay. the elite and he's going to join. And then you're going to have Hangman come out. And then you're going to have Kota Bushi come out because Kota mm-hmm. on Twitter was like, "I'm waiting for Tony to contact me," which I'm like, Kota Bushi's probably going to end up being all elite by uh, at some point here. And I think that's the five on five match is the elite and Abushi versus the Blackpool Combat Club. And that's going to be like it a lot of it is just the same old things. They're brawling, one's chasing one with a screwdriver around, the other one's got the screwdriver. They're going back and forth. But I'm enjoying just the t- the level of talent that's just going like nuts. Like even seeing Kenny touch Claudio, I was like, well, oh, that'd be a good singles match. Yeah, I mean it, it's very reminiscent of Brian when he was the eco champion this character again just like when he gets into a heel like he is maniacal as a heel he's great and what better than to have brian start yelling about how we thought kenny would be the one that could get along and solve the would understand and we'd be able to get along a nice little subtext to what's reflecting into reality with with the elite it really feels this fills that kind of void for i think what a few some fans want for sure moving forward but i feel like brian is is getting those little lines in and helping just spur this story on and brian's been brian has been the highlight of this feud so far so do you think we're gonna get also we're probably gonna mix tag at some point too with Paige and jericho against brit and cole i would assume yes that's probably you could probably do that i don't know if you do that post double or nothing or uh uh the build up to double or nothing it, w- it would be an interesting maybe you do that and page uh soraya takes out brit and that leaves cole fully by himself and then brit can do a run-in at the pay-per-view and help uh help prevent someone from cheating and get cole the win over jericho you do something like that or you do that post uh jericho's like ah, i'm gonna beat you in a me, me and Sarai here are going to beat it. You could do it one way or another, but it does seem like the logical match to have at some point. So continuing on with the AW, we talked about Dynamite there. Obviously, the big story this week is more or less confirmed. CM Punk will be back in AW. Warner Brothers, one of the main 
platforms really behind pushing for punk to come back and out of this now joel we know that potentially it sounds more and more from andrew andrew zarin that there's going to be at first it was a soft brand split now it sounds like a hard brand split i don't know if there's going to be a draft or if they're just going to do what they're going to do a few things here before we get to the, the the break of everything saturday is a death spot i know tony has said he doesn't want to go against football uh, which he will eventually in November and December because that's when football comes out. I mean, he, it's going to get to the point where it's going to be inevitable. You're not going to be able to not go against the NFL because uh, uh, Amazon is trying out Friday games this year for the NFL. So that's going to be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday weekend coming up for the NFL. We'll find out the schedule after the draft, obviously. So it's going to be next to impossible to avoid the the monster that is the NFL. The NFL has always kind of stayed away from Friday and Saturday because – that was college footballs, but they're starting to give less of a crap about that and just going to dominate. But you're also going against WWE pay-per-views, UFC pay-per-views, boxing pay-per-views, and then the variety of playoff games. Plus, Saturday night is the main night that typically people go out. So it's it's interesting you want to do the Saturday show. And like by no means am I an expert. So Warner Brothers is probably the one that are like, let's do Saturday. They have probably a bunch of very smart people looking at it and going, yeah, this this is the spot to put It'll them. be the highest rated thing they've ever had on Saturday. There's no doubt about that. It's And maybe that's all they care about. Maybe it's not like for Outside us. Of NBA but, and NHL. Yeah. Maybe they'll be like, well, this is, this is doing incredible on Saturdays, uh, all things considered. Maybe that's what Warner Brothers is going to care about. Be like, see, look, it's doing really well you know we're we're happy with this and we're just going to keep it going here it might not be doing the numbers where you and i will be like oh man that was a really good rating we'll look at it and go eh, that's not great but do Warner you get Brothers... rid of rampage joel do you get rid of rampage because i think oh i think i i shoot rampage into the sun if you're yeah, going to be it makes doing no sense to have it on a friday yeah so what i would do is i would just nuke rampage and then you've got your two shows here and you can have it's going to be really interesting because do you need a world title? What's the main title that you're competing for on this that's punk gonna, That's going to be the question now. So, I mean, we have that question with the WWE draft coming up, right? After this draft is done, will we have another world title where they combine it to one for Roman? Uh, and now for AW, will they have another title for that? Like, you can obviously see them, you know, splitting up the women's championships and they can just say, like, let's say Jade is the Dynamite champion and let's say Jamie is still the women's champion and she's on, on Saturday. So I think that's pretty easy for the two secondary titles, TNT and inter uh, international pretty mm -hmm. easy to accept on that. So what I would do is I would take the TNT title, move it to dynamite. I'd keep it there and I would have mm -hmm. that. And honestly, I'd probably have your world title on Wednesday. That's still going to be where your ratings are going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would probably move the international title and make that the main title on Absolutely. your Saturday show. Absolutely. And having a guy like Orange Cassidy who's going to be able to put out really good matches. There's been I don't think I've heard a single report on anyone disliking Orange Cassidy. So this is gonna be the other thing where you're it's going to be really interesting because you're doing this because people can't be in the same room together. And yeah, that's legally, what, legally. Yeah. it's it's going to be really interesting because like there were even the reports that punk wanted to squash stuff with the elite so it's kind yeah. of like okay what what is the legality that is holding this up is that the punk 
the punk threatening lawsuit is this a w legally being like no we can't do this what what is the the trip what the legal trip wire that's stopping them from well the bucks sound like the people that have been the most affected by it obviously if you watched all elite if you've watched all access now you can see how much it really did affect the bucks mentally uh so you know and i'm not here to question their mental mentality because it really did seem to really affect them so if they're not in a position that they want to be around punk and he mentally messed up their uh their mental capacity by no means am i here to be like hey you need to get over it to like i've seen some people say like it's not my that's not my call that's not our call let the bucks feel how they feel well and it's it's interesting because that's the one thing that that was my biggest fear when ftr was trying to push this six-man tag for all in that was i said that to you when we were talking about it on the phone off air yeah. It was like, that was my one fear was they're doing this as a way to make the elite look bad. And at the end of the day, everyone has to do right by themselves. You have to protect, you, you have to protect your inner peace, whatever that is. So with, with this punk story, it's like, if it is a hard brand split and the elite get dynamite and punk and FTR get Coliseum, then it it it, it is what it is. It's what you had to do I'm very curious how you do pay-per-views. Does this mean that the elite get a pay-per-view off and punk gets a pay-per-view off? Like, how are you going to be using, like, there's a lot of questions that come from this. Uh, I don't think you do a draft. I, I think drafts are overplayed. I think if you're going to do it, maybe do the draft on online or YouTube and just be like, this person here and this person here, we're just going to be a random randomized draft. We'll be moving these people over to different shows. And literally the first two things are the elite on one and punk on the other. The and funny thing is Joel, the drafts do such good ratings. It's, it, it's one of those things where it's like, maybe they do do that on Wednesday where you're having people get separated. Maybe you separate Sammy from Jericho. Like the draft having a, there's a lot that I don't like about them separating. And there's a lot that I don't like about just this, how this situation is playing out, but you do have a chance to let a guy like uh, Jack Perry work on his promos more on Saturday, grow and grow and grow and go, okay, we're going to move you over to dynamite now because you've shown what you've been able to bring on a Saturday. Let's move you over to a Wednesday and vice versa where there's a talent that's like oh okay we don't really have a lot for you right now let's move you over to wednesday and we'll we'll, we'll you'll get some fresh matchups we'll do some different things with you it like there there are benefits we have seen in the past benefits of uh like separate brands on in wwe the smackdown six come to mind and even in 2017 that smackdown class with cena ambrose AJ um, Nakamura, AJ, like that Randy, was a real, that was a really good group. That was have. probably the best we've ever saw Nikki Bella. That was the best yeah. run of Nikki Bella I, I contain still. Like the fuse that she had with Natty and Carmella, like that was the best we've seen for Nikki Bella ever. It, it, and it creates where you you can have it, where it's like, oh, Brian and Kenny are on the same show. Suddenly, we haven't seen that matchup in a long time. Let's go do that. It creates a little bit of like, you you don't have a wealth of riches anymore on your roster. You yeah. have, this is the roster here. This is the roster here. It kind of forces you to be like, okay, we have to use these people. And it's like a, where, where you sign a guy like Commander, you can be like, okay, we can use this 
use this guy now we are going to elevate him to the tnt title or the the international title we're going to have him wrestle punk we're going to have this happen you can have a whole wide variety of things and for certain feuds that you want to hold off you can separate guys be like we will we will get to this feud but it's going to be a second so there are pros to it i just it's i'm not i'm not a big fan of like getting two more hours if you have two more hours and you have rampage i'm a little that's a lot of wrestling to consume and remember too joel so from my understanding so they have the show on monday they have the show on tuesday right because they have dark and then evolution evolution on those two days then they have dynamite on wednesdays then they have ring of honor on thursdays then you have rampage on friday and now you'll have this show on saturday and then sometimes a pay-per-view on there that's a lot and for tony khan especially too and i I, this is why i almost question too that tony has to give the book to someone else for that collision show if that is the name because you're going to also deal with tony in in the fall particularly before games he has to do for his football club uh in england and then having to you know be ready for jay's games the next day uh, I just don't think that's the best idea for Tony to even be at a, whatever they're going to be at for a collision taping and then for him to go to a Jaguars game. Either that or he has to give up his position with the Jaguars or the football team and go full out on uh, Reign of Honor and AEW. And I just say this is the person that, you know, does have multiple things that I do juggle in, the, in a broadcast capacity. Uh, you you have to get to a point where you have to make decisions and stuff. And And I'm not doing the travel that Tony is, obviously. But he's going to have to make a decision where this is just not going to be healthy for him. It's, it, it it's very it's the one it is the one similarity that Tony Khan and Vince McMahon have because yeah, Vince McMahon true. worked like a madman, like he yeah. was constantly working, and it seems like Tony is the exact same way. And like, yeah, it it will it'll be very interesting. Part of me wants to see someone else get the book on the Saturday show, not Phil. Don't give the book to Phil. Phil is still... I suggested in the past, maybe people are going to hate me, but, you know, we, we Scott Demore uh, or Bubba Ray Dudley, I think have both done a good job from what we've heard in Impact Wrestling. I know people don't want to hear Bubba Ray's name, and that's why I say people hate me on the Bubba Ray thing, but it seems like he's had a hand in the Impact team, but I think specifically Scott Demore, um, but again, I don't know if he wants to do two promotions, but what he's been able to do in Impact has been really, really good, but he potentially just wants to stay with Impact. And I don't know who else is the wrestling mind out there who they could really go. I like I suggested you maybe a Brian Gewartz is someone that's ready to get back to writing again. I, I I've long said I'd love to see Chris Hero do it. Chris Hero will be another name that the, you, the thing I don't is know how good Jerry Lynn is. The this is the thing that uh, Flames fans are star- staring down a barrel right now is who's the next GM. And I have a name that stands out, and it's the assistant GM in Carolina because he's very analytically driven. And you've seen that 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 is a big part of hockey. And the reason I'm bringing this up is you want to find someone young that can have an opportunity that's going to have a different... Because really what you want for that Saturday show, I think, is it to be a wrestling show. Think that's what your Saturday show is going to be is a wrestling show. You know who would have heard for that? William Regal. Yeah. Man, he that's <sighs> interesting. Uh Wednesday's your PWG show. Like it's mm-hmm. your fucking car crash, 
over the top. What AEW kind of has been is just your fucking flips and kicks and leg slaps and all that good stuff. And you can have the wrestling show on Saturday. And I think if you could do that, that would be what I would want. You do that, you're basically saying we have pro wrestling for both types of things. Uh, PWG car crash show here. And then we've got our our wrestling punk FTR blood feud. Let's go. And that and like if you do that and you've got ROH that can fill another void there as well, like you've got a lot of potential to have quality shows on all three of those nights, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. I almost started thinking if you make the ROH. I know this was suggested before and it was kind of pushback, but now I think more than ever, if Collision is going to really be like a SmackDown to a Raw type of thing, I really do think you need to consider making ROH and NXT, which sometimes it does seem like that is a direction it's going. Even like the rehab people like we've seen with uh, Athena recently, right? Who's really done a good job of rehabbing her character. It's um, where um, we're getting my man with the, with the kingdom, the, the embassy, the big man that just resigned. Cage. Yeah, Brian Cage rehabbed his image there, right? So it's, and I think that's going to be the opportunity to get the brand. So maybe someone like Miro can finally return to the product and have the opportunity to have more booking chances. And maybe they'll open the pay-per-views to, you know, an extra two or three or something like that. Uh, We're running out of time here, though. But on the the side of the punk side of things, uh, I I think you and I kind of the last two months kind of had the feeling was going. When the Instagram message happened, I, it was a little bit leery, but no, he's coming back. And now I, I think every single day now, Joel, you're seeing the progression of trying to harmonize the locker room. Like Punk is meeting with Chris Jericho and a bunch of main people uh, within AEW. Uh, Dak has ended his podcast. So that's big. Go ahead. It's it, it's funny because the neutral party in that meeting is FTR, which I think is fucking hilarious. Yeah, which they're not. I, I think the big thing will be at the, um, well, if we have them, where the, the, the not the primaries where the where they announce uh all the new TV shows and everything like that, which is coming up soon. I don't even know if that's gonna happen because the writers might be going on strike on May 4th. So wrestling we'll see if that's very valuable. Wrestling will be very valuable. So I don't know if that's gonna happen if not for the upfronts, that's what they call it. So I don't know if upfronts are happening or not if the writer's strike happens. I'm not hundred percent sure on that. But if they do expect that's where Warner makes the announcement of collision and, and potentially even brings out CM Punk there. Yeah. It's, it's going to be really interesting. Um, it's interesting because the, 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 this does kind of, the one thing that it, this does boil down to is, are you potentially losing the elite at the end of this year? Who is what that, you're that going That'll be the question. That'll be the question if you push them out. It, and if, if they push them out, is that the best thing for AEW? I don't think it is. I mean, look at tonight. Just the emotion that they have there. I think, you know, losing Cody was one thing. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos of Cody lately, and it's almost weird now. It's weird seeing Cody in AEW, but that was a big part of AEW. And I think seeing the pillars that reminded you of kind of that past of AEW. If you lose the elite, it's just an entirely different company. Rather Jericho's there or, you know, Sammy Guevara's there or... Jack Perry's there. It is a hundred percent different if the Bucks and Kenny aren't there. Yeah. And I just my one of my things that this is probably be my last point before we run away 
is do you really want to trade the boxing Kenny Omega for a man that is, and I said this on the previous podcast, one bad day away from having a meltdown again, and also a guy that has not been able to stay healthy yeah. anytime he's had a match. Like you're, you're real. I'm really like Matt's wrestling with a partially torn bicep right now and doing stuff like, I don't know if that's a great thing for him, but he's going out and doing it. It's just one of those things I don't I don't know if that's the right trade-off. Maybe they re-sign and everything's fine, but I I'm leaning towards them being gone. And Heyman's up for an extension too, and I think that's gonna play a factor into everything as well. Uh quick WWE side, uh I mean the Cody and Brock feud seems to be going strong and Cody's still over, so I guess for now, we'll kind of wait and see what happens with Cody, but that seems to be going strong. I mean, the, ever since that really terrible Raw Jewel, seems to be we're back to decent and good shows. I think, you know, the Judgment Day is in a good place. I would say kind of my only question with the Judgment Day, there's two WWE things that we'll get out of here. The Judgment Day sound great. They look great, but they got to start winning. That's my only problem. Rhea wins, but Priest, Priest does sometimes, but Finn loses and Dominic loses. And you know they're going to lose in Puerto Rico right now. And and that's unfortunate. I, I would say, like, this is the best WWE has ever had for factions because LWO seemed to matter now. Bloodline is over. Now the Judgment Day is over. So you have three factions now that matter in the company. But do you take them seriously with wins? That's the next big thing they're going to have to take the hurdle with. I And I don't think they're going to get the wins that they need because they're just, they're just going to be uh, fuel for the fire for baby faces. That's their role, and that's they'll they'll never get to that point. I think where they'll be taken seriously. That's where I think they need to maybe, maybe lose to bad. They're gonna they're going to lose to Bad Bunny. There is zero question they're gonna lose to Bad Bunny and Ray. Um, but after that, I think they need to take one of those titles off of Kevin and and Sammy, and at least establish either if it is Priest and Finn or if it's Priest and Dom, start establishing them as a dominant tag team, and then get fit into the secondary title market or something because the judgment day is a good gimmick is get over. And I, and I think same with the LWO, um, but they need to start getting the LWO some wins instead of just looking like Ray's buddies, but they do seem that they are getting over to the crowd ever since they became the LWO. People seem to take them a lot more serious. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing you got to build them up. Uh, last thing before we leave, Josh. Yeah. I got one thing too. Uh, well, I'll let you go and then I'll do my thing. I got a plug. Oh, sure. Uh, and then just Trish, um, you know, really good promo. Good to see her back. She wrestled at WrestleMania on a, on a, on a partially torn hammy. I don't know if they do that match at backlash per se. Um, and then I don't know if they do it at Saudi either. Maybe they do it at Saudi. Uh, but then that would leave money in the bank and that's not till the start of July. So I don't know if you're going to be able to go these too much. I, like I suggested to you off air, I would do Queen of the Ring and I'd have Trish be the Queen of the Ring, but then I'd bring up like a Tiffany Stratton or a Zoe Stark or something and have them kind of as her minions. I mean, I guess you could realistically do a Trish and Lita match beforehand and kind of build that up because you probably want to do one more Trish and Lita just for Trish to get her revenge on stuff. Yeah, I think that's probably what you end up doing because you can can extend things that way. Yeah. Anyways, Joel, your side? Uh... Pro Wrestling Jeopardy is coming to Calgary Comic Expo. It'll yes, be it Sunday, 1 p.m. I have been working feverishly on questions. 
Josh, Morton, and the Senator will be the victims of my questions, and we'll see if they even break a thousand points. It'll be very exciting. Make sure you check us, and then Fresh Take will have the podcast right after for the '80s movie draft. So you're getting the whole We Talk family in a two-hour span. Don't want to miss it. Absolutely. All right, everyone. It's a it's a fun time in wrestling. Remember that at the end of the day, we're in a really fun time. There was a lot of good shows. Oh, and Stardom this week. Last thing on that, uh, the big the biggest show in the history of Stardom. Sounds like Mercedes is just in a, a, an absolute place of paradise for her right now. She seems the happiest she's ever been. So everyone that says that she's going to come back or she she's not the same with the WWE, just be happy. She's happy because as as the big Sasha Mercedes super fan on this show, man, she just looks happy, and I just want that for her. I I I think you just keep rolling with this, and it's just going to keep getting better. She's learning Japanese now too. Uh, do you think? Do you think now that she wins this week? I, I, I again, we are very. We should know more about Stardom, and I apologize. From my understanding, the 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 woman that she's wrestling is a big deal in Stardom, like one of their biggest stars um, that has been due a title. So I I think it's probably going to be 50-50. And this Joel, do you know too? Is Stardom on New Japan World? No, 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 so no. They, that's, they, they, have their own, they have their own su- subscription service. Okay, so it's not a fight; it's their own. Okay, but I'm gonna say Mercedes retains. I think Mercedes retains. I think you let this. The longer she runs with it, it's better for the title's lineage um, and the company. And you just continue to grow under. You've seen it. Mercedes is a draw. Yeah, she absolutely is. So big startup show out, and then great shows this past week. Impact Double Champions with Steve Macklin and Deanna Perrazzo. But Kenyo did good. Clark Connors is in the Bullet Club, which seemed to... They're, they're, not... they're yeah. taking the Bullet Club and uh, Finley wants them ruthless and aggressive and yeah. just beating, beating the pit, which is different than anything else that any of the Bullet Club leaders have done. So that's a good thing. They're Do you think doing... we're going to get Bullet Club OG versus Bullet Club Gold and Forbidden Door? I think so. I think that is what we're kind of leaning towards. And don't be shocked if Sean Spears or El Phantasmo are part of uh, Bullet Club Gold. Yeah. Do you think we get that at Forbidden or do you save that for All In? I think you do that at Forbidden Door. Yeah. All right. Baby Fantastic. Face. Yeah. Fantastic time going on right now in pro wrestling. We have you here covered on Your Wrestling Podcast. We'll have one more show next week. Maybe doing a mock WWE draft. And then getting you ready for a little bit, maybe maybe a small preview for Wrestling Jeopardy next week. Until next time, folks. Cheers.